My father is not a hero. He is evil. He turned away from our God, our people, even his own family. He is a Hataka. My people, this Hataka is now among us here in Chulak. I will give one million Sheshta to the Jaffa who brings Tilt to me alive, and another million for the heads of those who are with him. Well, you got a price on your head, you're doing your job. Welcome back to Stargate Weekly. I'm Stuart Hollis. I'm Vat Hake. And this week we're going to talk about Season 2, Episode 8, Family. Ah, uh, yes. Dominic Toretto's favorite episode. That's right, because he doesn't have friends. Yes, family. That's right. But you, and else, but you know uh, what else he doesn't have? Hmm. The synopsis from TV Guide. Hmm. Braytac arrives through the gate with news that gold leader, Apophis, survived the destruction of his ship and has kidnapped the son of Teal'c. Okay, I feel like that's more of a synopsis of the cold open. Yes, but to say anything more, I feel like I, I, I it's a solid synopsis for the episode. Oh, it teases yeah. you, it gets, it catches your interest, and doesn't tell you things like who has been brainwashed and is a living. I'm like the Stargate Wiki. bomb, but which says after learning from Braytac that Apophis has kidnapped Teal'c's son Ryak, SG One returns to Chulak to save Ryak. Once they've succeeded, they return to Earth only to learn that Ryak is hiding a dark secret, one that could not prove only fatal for the SJC, but for all mankind. Uh, all right, so let's start here with he needs some proofreaders, and yes. also maybe don't mention the dark secret. Right. Stuart, what do you remember about this episode? I don't remember anything about this episode. Hey, me neither. Right. I wanted to give you, like, my quick synopsis. All right. So Braytac takes our friends to Chulak to meet Dryak and her new husband Frotak so that they can rescue Ryak with Teal'c. Yeah, that it falls apart. Yeah, no, it completely falls, like, like we're on this, like, solid roll of... Even though I still say Dryak should not be pronounced Dryak. Dryak, you're saying? No, I think it should be Dryak, because there's a U in there. Whatever. No one cares. It doesn't matter. She no lo- She, you know, is basically gone after this episode. So, yeah, she's in. She's uh, in the land of light with uh, with uh, our old man Tuplo. Yeah. Speaking of things I didn't remember, that was one of them. Yeah. I remember. I think I skipped this episode most of the time. I think mostly because I'm not a fan of the like four or five brainwashed episodes of SG One. Yeah, this one certainly is a little soap opery. And I remember this was the Ryak brainwashed episode. That was pretty much all I remembered. Isn't there another one? Doesn't he get brainwashed again? He doesn't get brain... I don't think he gets brainwashed again. In Redemption, he's mad at Teal'c. Okay, well, 
yeah, obviously, he's going to have daddy problems, you know, until he dies. If so. for no other reason, then that's four years from now, and that's the next time Teal'c visits Ryak. Right. Like I said. And I don't believe it's ever discussed, because I've seen Redemption, like, ten times, maybe more, because it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And that is the next appearance of Ryak. What happened, why they are no longer at the Land of Light, etc., or, like, why Teal'c never, like, took a weekend off every other month and just popped through the Stargate. Yeah. Like, spoiler alert for future knowledge, in Redemption, Teal'c receives word that Dreyak is dying. So he returns to... I don't know... I, I don't know if it's Chulak, but it's a Jaffa world. It's not the Land of Light. Right. And only to be too late and have Ryak being really mad at him for obvious reasons. Yeah. So this is like our second or third reference to the Land of Light. Yeah. Which I also did not remember. Uh, yeah, like it like I I have to wonder like how many more times is it going to get brought up like in like a weird like throwaway fashion that it's like, "Oh yeah, and then there's the Land of Light." You can, you know, vacation there. The only one that I remembered the only time the only one that I remembered going into the our rewatch here was from uh oh bother the 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 episode with the Tolan. I remember that they brought back Tuplo through the gate to tell tell them about the land of light and that they were very condescending towards them. Yes, the Tolans, not the yes. I don't know if the light people have a name or not. Now that I'm thinking about it, the nope the Minoans. The Minoans. So let's talk about the episode. Yeah. What's another term for incoming traveler, especially if they're not on the schedule? <laughs> also, how did they get the IDC before the wormhole engaged? Yeah, every time. Also, so remember the last time Tech Mate came up, we were talking about whether it was a title or a greeting? Yes, it's a title. Ah, see, that's interesting. Because the Stargate Wiki says that's a goof, and it is a greeting, and, and they wrote it as if it were a title. No, no, I, I like the idea that it's a title. <laughs> I do like how Brajak asks permission from Hammond of Texas if he can... Hammond of Texas, will you give me leave to enter your compound? It was a nice touch. Uh, yeah, I suppose that although radio can transmit in both directions through the Stargate, I guess the IDC doesn't have like a readout back that returns like a green light? It really should. Right? Because what if, like, Walter fell asleep or something? Walter never sleeps. <laughs> Walter only waits. <laughs> <laughs> but no, really, it, it would it would need to have a return. Otherwise, yeah, that's just that's just poor design. Yeah, yeah. You have to wonder how many uh, you know SG teams they lost before they uh, decided to add a little red, a little green light. And speaking of things that we talked about in other episodes and we weren't sure on, uh, remember when I said, where did Apophis and Chlorel ring to? Apparently yes. the gate room. Yes, apparently, I guess, well, I guess, were they on the Hatak with the gate already? Or were they on Hatak B and get, and ringed to Hatak A to get to the gate? I don't remember, but either way, Daniel was wrong with his timeline. Yes. Because Daniel said they left immediately after him, but the C4 had like two seconds left when he left, so... That's plenty of time. 
Yes, of course. What? So they must have actually gone through just before Daniel got to the gate room. Or came out of the sarcophagus? Was the sarcophagus in the gate room? I can't remember now. Uh, I think everything was in the gate room. The gate room was where they gathered to get their big announcement from the floaty ball. Okay. Uh, the gate room was where they were storing a bunch of gold crates. I think everything. So Daniel was yes. sarcophagusing while they left. Yes, I think that the... What's the control deck called again? What's the bridge called? The Peltec? Yeah, I think that was in the gate room. I don't think it was. No, no, I'm saying. I think. I think it was. I think that's uh, I think that's where they had lunch. I think they had mm. lunch in the gate room. Do do Jaffa eat lunch? Surely Jaffa eat lunch. What does Jaffa breakfast look like, do you think? I don't hmm. know. Yeah, me neither. But, you know, speaking of Jaffa things... We are. Frotek had a pretty fancy house. He did. Apparently, it must be something that comes with the station of whatever having a silver uh, Jaffa symbol means. Yeah, I was wondering about the silver Jaffa symbol. That was very strange. Uh, I was wondering, as they were approaching the house, I guess it was Teal'c was saying, but how could Dryak afford such a place? And it's like, do they have money? Is currency a concept? Yeah, because Apophis offered a reward for Teal. Oh, yeah, like a hundred thousand Sheshkas or something. Right. Yeah. So I find it interesting that Braytac knew that Dreyak was living like or in wait, this house. where like where, yeah like apparently had enough contact with him that he had recently been training with Ryak, but he didn't know that Dreyak and Frotak had gotten married. His word as a warrior. Yeah. And he wouldn't spring that on Teal'c. Braytac's not that kind of guy. No, no, he's not. I was confused by how not confused uh, Dryak was by the like entrance of five cloaked visitors. There was that too. Also, did you notice that it is not the same Dryak? I did notice. I did notice that it was not Sally Richardson Whitfield. Hmm. Well, I didn't remember the actress's name, but okay. Boom. Oh yeah, no, because it it was that was uh, what's her name from Eureka, wasn't it? In the, the In- previous one. Indeed. Yeah, Allison on Eureka. Yes, I loved Eureka. Eureka was a good show. It's a shame it's not 20 years older. We could do a podcast about it. Well, yeah, and it meshes nicely. Michael Shanks shows up. Yeah, uh, quite a lot of them show up, actually. I mean, minor characters, certainly, because it was a sci-fi show shot in Vancouver. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, nothing, nothing. I I, I completely (laughs) lost how I was going to start. Here, patiently waiting to hear the rest of that stuff. A needle-pulling thread? No, no, no. My, My next note was... Why is Frotax head thing silver? We already discussed that. So. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Oh, so the other thing, we talked about a while ago. Uh, no, it was when we talked about um, in the line of duty. We Goodness, about... we have so many chickens coming home to roost on this episode, <laughs> yes. apparently. This is like number three or four. Because <laughs> we had Jolinar the Voxshore, and we talked about how she was the only to- Tok'ra with the of the something. Yes. And we were saying, were there, were there Jafar? I'm like, yes, surely there were Jafar that were of the... I'm. Sure, I remember that. Well, yes. There are, in fact, Jaffa of the insert thing here. Yes. So, speaking of that, when the, ooh, Gould TV turns on <laughs> so Apophis <laughs> can make his great announcement, uh, Dryak sure was slow on the uptake about the fact that Ryak had, had said 
that she was from the wrong place. I think no, she and Teal shared a look. But like after Teal was like saying, but he left me a breadcrumb because up because my wife is from the wherever she's from. He called her Dreyak of the Morning Chamka Groves. But I'm of the Kodai Plains. Ryak knows this. Only too well. So, but going back to when they first enter the house, mm-hmm. and Teal discovers that Protak and Dryak are... I don't have anything that ends in Ak. Makes me sad. Mary Dak, now. Are up in the shack? Ooh, yes. Not great, but better than what I had. Right. Yeah, no, it's not perfect, but yeah. Teal like, really wants to hack him to pieces with his bare hands. Gives him a couple whacks, yeah. But he decides to take it back. <laughs> and he first he first promises that he's not going to kill Frotak. And then promises he's going to get Ryak back. Mm-hmm. Jack. <laughs> Yakety yak. And we also learn the Jaffa word for cuckold. Well, we... Th- well, we learn what Daniel thinks is the Jaffa right. word for cuckold. right. Yeah. And then Jack's reaction. Jack Jack may not have known what uh, what Bray, what Braytac was saying, but he sure apparently knows what cuckold is. <laughs> yes. Was to me, I guess that was a cuckold something that people only knew meant twenty what years ago. It literally meant back then. Yeah, but like, I suppose that was something that that yeah people knew twenty years ago. Oh yeah, no, it was. It has entered our modern lexicon I, as a pretty gross word uh, uh yeah i i yeah but i i just meant that like i learned about it in college course or something where i read whatever that book is that features tartuffe i don't know yeah i'm not familiar with tartuffe i'm pretty sure i encountered it in a fantasy novel in middle school unlike like a large portion of my vocabulary my first introduction to it was not david eddings because I'm pretty sure he never used that word. Yeah, no, probably not. Okay. Tartuffe is a French comedy. Oh, are you thinking Candide? No. Or Tartuffe is a separate book? I believe it's a separate book. Or, okay. no, Tartuffe is a character. The only French comedy I know is Candide, but it could be something else. Um, I'm sure there are more of them. No, no, no. The comedy, it, it's by Moliere. Um, uh, it first... Uh, premiered in 1664, and oh, it is Tartuffe called the Imposter. Okay, yes, Tartuffe now. or the Imposter or the Hypocrite, and yes, Tartuffe uh, cuckolds uh, Orgon. Ah, yes. Well, these days it has a weird, like, socio-political thing that is dumb. But, yes, and we don't really need to get into. Our listeners know what we're talking about, and it's yeah. No. And if they don't know, they're better off for it. They really are. We're going to talk instead about, uh, well, actually, this is still on topic. We're going to talk instead about Dryak's betrayal. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't really call it a betrayal. Okay. What do you think I'm referring to? I don't know, actually, now that I'm, what are you referring to? When they get back after their failed attempt to rescue Ryak, Mm -hmm. uh, and she and Teal'c are not sleeping. And they kiss. Oh. And then Frotak, who's also not sleeping, catches like catches them kissing. And then Jack, who's also not sleeping, because no one is sleeping in this stinking house, except for probably Daniel. Daniel's sleeping. Right. Catches Frotak, 
catching Dryak, kissing Teal'c, and follows Frotak to the palace. So Jack makes a tactical error in this instance. I, I, I can get behind what he had to do. He ended up having to kill Frotak. Why didn't he vaporize the dead Jaffa guard? Oh, I hadn't noticed that he had. Because then when he disappeared, like, the, the other Jaffa would be like, I thought I heard something. Right, yeah, yeah, like, boom, like, dead body in the hallway. Yeah, the, yeah, it would have been all Metal Gear. Yeah. Oh, because he steals the guard's armor. Not that the guard's armor, he, he runs he away. Stole, oh, okay, okay. He steals some other guard's armor. There's a naked Jaffa running around. Maybe he got disappeared. Mm. After he took the armor off, obviously. Right, yeah. Also, what's up with the Zat? Which part? Alright, so the first part stuns, second yep. kills, third yep. disables. Disintegrates. The first one didn't stun Frotak. Yeah, he was still kind of kicking a little bit. So... Yeah. Hmm. So I feel like the second one shouldn't have killed. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it stuns on a non Jafar, but on a Jafar, it's kind of hit or miss. Well, if you miss, it doesn't do anything. Heh. Yeah, it's just uh, an odd sort of thing. But yes, uh, there was a whole bunch of not sleeping going on in the house of Frotak. Yeah. Jeez. I was half expecting, like, Braytak to be watching from another part of the house, watching Jack, watching Frotak, watching Dryak. Hmm. It's like that one scene in, I think it's the first season of Game of Thrones where you had the the various levels of voyeurs watching each other. Yes. Yeah. It was definitely interesting. Uh, yeah. And yes, very soap opera-y. I feel like, how was Frotak going to explain himself? Because after he had already told the guards that Teal'c wasn't at his house. Like, had he thought this through, I feel like he would have been under super... He, it would be considered super suspicious for him to have suddenly found... Teal'c, after he had already told the guards he wasn't there. Maybe he just didn't care about the consequences so long as Teal'c got his. Hmm, it's possible. Yeah. So, yeah, there's apparently, yes, uh, obviously there's a lot of there's a lot of testosterone in Jaffa male culture. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at how, you know, look how Teal'c defaults to finding out that his wife that he hasn't seen in who knows how long was like, well, I guess I'll get remarried. Yeah, that's a completely legitimate thing for her to do. Yeah. And I can understand being angry or sad, but trying to kill Frotak was not the right answer. Or at least we no, wouldn't consider man, that. Like, I mean, you know, if you absolutely must have a violent outburst, which I don't, I feel like you can try to get away from. And this is coming from someone who often gets quite aggravated with their, with, uh, with their work computer. Um... So when they are first attempting to get Ryak out of the palace, mm-hmm. which also which a was a much uh, like faster rescue plan, like all, like all of their plans went really really easy, yeah. Uh, even before they were actually counter traps. But anyway, yeah, Ryak is I don't know. He's like he's like pocket size. Just pick the kid up and run. Yeah, what the hell. Also, it's a shame because I feel like Apophis had this planned for a while because the teeth thing didn't just come out of nowhere. Right, yeah. So I feel like they messed up by either they tried to take Ryak 
earlier than Apophis was expecting or whatever. Because if Ryak had been expect if Apophis had been already expecting them to go in and steal Ryak, and they're already uh, you know told Ryak you know play along and go through the gate and then kill everyone, mm-hmm. there would have been no suspicion and it would have just happened. But because the first time they tried to take Ryak, he resisted and ran away. That you know ignited suspicion. Uh, yeah, and then you know Apophis's counter move to that, which is broadcasting to everybody just that's a feels like a weak poorly thought out counter move it just reinforces that he has ryak under his control right but that's how they they did the false uh you know no i i understand that but, but there's another way to get that false information yeah seeded out to the team yeah without like reinforcing that and this kid's completely under my control because the false information was clearly false information that was like prompted by Apophis. It wasn't Ryak fighting back. Because otherwise there would have been war guards at the gate. And SG-1's carefully laid ambush would have gone gone the same way as most of their carefully laid ambushes against Apophis. <laughs> or not so carefully. So did you catch that thing like, just before the ambush started where like Jack was saying... You know, we can't have a firefight. And then he says, CCT? I did not catch that. And I don't know what that means. Yeah, I was trying to to look it up. And, and I came across a list of something like uh, like 70 different options for, for what CCT could, could stand for. <laughs> um, nope, I lied. 128 options. Uh, That's I mean, a couple. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got stuff in there like continuity check tone. Uh, complaint control terminal. Well, that's definitely going to be it. Yeah. Uh, Connecticut Commission on Culture and Tourism. That's one too many C's. That doesn't work. <laughs> Comparative cervical tuberculin. <laughs> yes, obviously. Which is apparently a disease that, you know, would not require a certified cardiographic technician. <laughs> I mean, we got some time. You want to just read all hundred, all hundred or so? Here's one from the U.S. Air Force: Capability Collaboration Teams. That could be it. Uh, no, here it is. Here it is. It's uh, close combat techniques. Yes, that yes. would in fact be it, and not cylinder combustion time. Mm. Which I can't tell if that's like the time it takes for the cylinder to combust, or as if it's as if to say. It's cylinder combustion time, like from like a really terrible Power Rangers knockoff. I choose to believe the latter. Yeah, same here. Uh, so did you notice that when they were approaching the Stargate, the rock that Teal hides behind moves? Nope. Or should I say, quote unquote, rock? Nope. Okay. Well, the rock that Teal hides behind moves because it's not actually a rock. Dang, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I did notice that when they take out the guards outside uh, that are at the gate that they get zatted and staffed, and that just seems excessive. And hold on a second. Going back to the the palace rescue, the zat, they're zatting all the guards, and then Teal comes around, like, lays one out, and then staffs them. And I feel like the staff makes so much more noise than the zat Nicotel. It does. Like, if you're trying to affect a stealth rescue, maybe don't bring the noisiest weapon in your arsenal. Yeah, I would agree with that. But anyway. Yes, anyway. 
So the German word name for this title, or Ooh. the German title for this episode. The German, the title for the German name. <laughs> is uh, The Prodigal Son. Hmm. And the Italian one is The Vengeance. Hmm. See, I like The Prodigal Son. I do too. Because That's a good the way I see it, Teal'c is The Prodigal Son. Yeah, because he's the one that's returning. Right. And he was as a, like he was as a son to mm-hmm. Apophis, mm-hmm. except Apophis is not exactly welcoming him back with open arms. Apophis is not butchering the fatted calf. This is true. No. And everybody else just calls it family, except uh, in Hungary where they called it family business, which I'm not sure I understand. Well. Okay, no, yeah, I guess, yeah, if you have unfinished business with your family. I was more thinking, you know, Teal handing down his, you know, family legacy. Of- I'm thinking it more from the perspective of, and you thought I wouldn't mention it, something from the West Wing with, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Frotec mentioned the West Wing first. Because that's where they were holding Ryak. I would just point out that this episode, I've actually not mentioned a certain thing that I usually mention. Jelly beans? Yes, that's it. <laughs> anyway. No, there, like, you, you hear something like, 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 this is like this is a family matter, this is family business, this is a mm. family thing. A family affair. Uh, yeah, so th- that's kind of like where my head went with that title of family business of like the yeah, only no, reason they're, like they're sense. they're getting involved in this business with Apophis this time is because of a family thing. I was more thinking that, you know, when I hear family business my first thought is, oh, well Ryak is going to start uh working in Teal's shoe factory. Yeah. I mean, armor factory is more likely, likely, but yeah. Well, I mean, they were shoes. Of course they wear shoes, but... Yeah, that's true. Okay. So that is every yeah. note I have for this episode. Ooh, I have more. Excellent. Before they go through the gate, mm-hmm. and Jack it, like Jack confronts Ryak, and he's like, alright, tell me what the scam is. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get the same answer no matter what. Yeah, why does he think Ryak's gonna tell him? And I should warn you that one of us always tells the truth... And one of us always lies. Oh, right. Either A, Ryak is mentally stronger than anyone would expect him to be, and was able to overcome Apophis' programming, and so there's legitimately no scam. Or B, he's not, he didn't, there is, he's not going to tell you. Yeah. When did Teal'c have a chance to tell Ryak how many sons earth has i was wondering that too is tori the planet and the tauri the people no i think it's just different pronunciations of the same word okay so the people on chulak who aren't jaffa are they chulaks yes obviously okay Duh. right why do you even have to ask i know i know i know <laughs> yeah no that was that was weird. And he definitely did let his, uh, sort of let his hand show there with his insistence on going outside. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you had mentioned the teeth thing earlier. Mm-hmm. When, when Doc, when, uh, when old Doc Frazier is telling us about the teeth that the, the two compounds are on their own kind of, eh. 
but when combined form a mega deadly ultravirus or something. Mm -hmm. They both appear to be dormant, harmless, until you combine them. Then they become the deadliest thing I've ever seen. The first thing I thought of was Reign of Fire. Yes. I love Reign of Fire. And then the second thing I thought of was epoxy. Don't ask me why my head went to the quintessential post-apocalyptic dragon movie before that thing that's probably in everyone's junk drawer on the planet. Because Reign of Fire is <laughs> awesome. I don't have to ask you. I understand. Take out the heart, you bring down the beast. Reign of Fire is freaking amazing. I uh, rewatched that at, uh, on vacation last year, and it totally holds up. It's amazing. It's like a perfect movie. So the... I would say like the last like the last two things I wanted to bring up kind of tie into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, for you know when they realize that Ryak is fully under Pops's you know control and they need to do something to break him out of it, that the like the thing that kind of cuts the deepest out of all of it is when Ryak yells at Teal to say, "But you lied. You said you were coming home, and you never did." <laughs> Little kids I mean, always he's... know exactly what to say, how to twist the knife. Oh, yeah. Cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. I don't... What? Did you just have a stroke? What the hell was that? <laughs> it was... No! Cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. What is When are you coming to... home, Dad? I don't know when. Oh. oh, okay. I don't know the lyrics to that song. <laughs> oh, you don't know that the song's about the kid, the, the dad no. never being there? No. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Pacey, like, don't like, no. Okay. Uh, all right. I don't even think I like that song. But anyway, the song is about a father who's never home. That's oh. why. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was, <laughs> there was a message to my Man, sick reference now that you've explained it to me? <laughs> nah, the moment's over now. Yeah. So... <laughs> That kind of takes the wind out of the my own song reference. Jeez. Oh, what was yours? When 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 Ryak is screaming and screaming how much he loves Apophis and Apophis loves him. Did you get, did you flash back to Sunday school? Jesus loves me. This I know. Apophis loves me. This I know. For my prim tells me so. Because <laughs> I don't think we ever hear about any like books. I, I think uh, I aren't like all of like the Gould's followers kept intentionally illiterate, right? I don't remember. No, well, Teal can read. Teal can read, but he's Teal can read like prime. thirty different t- kinds of dialects of ghoul. Uh, yeah, and, and I guess it gets relaxed a little bit, but from the movie and origins, and just sort of generally all the people we meet, it sure seems like they would have yeah, been kept true. illiterate. I choose to not pay attention to anything that happened in origins. We'll talk about that next episode. Will we? So something that I I forgot to mention early. So one thing that I I do appreciate about this episode, even though it is basically a soap opera, is that it is canonically important. A, it lets us yeah. know that Apophis is alive. Um, B, it lets us know that Teal'c is a real outsider for not having an act in his name. And C, it lets us it gives us some interesting new information about the system lords, because at one point Braytac is saying that if like Apophis can't like reshore up his like Jaffa um, base, that the system lords will send someone to replace him. 
Yeah, which is interesting and not something that ever comes up again. Yes and no, because in later seasons we do clearly see that there are greater and lesser ghouls. Yes. And Apophis also makes a big deal about like taking on and taking out various other system lords so he can scrabble for more and more power. So either he always has been, or because of his big defeat at the hands of the Tauri, is now a lesser system lord. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it could be. Further reinforcing the idea that they keep all their followers illiterate, because this is based off of, you know, like, feudalism. Yes, yes, it is. Not an original idea, but... Yeah. Well, the, the gold don't have any original ideas. They take everything from other people. Although in this case, our feudalism probably originally stemmed from the ghoul. Mm. Possibly. Uh, That's deep cut. It is. Mm. So do you have any other notes? No, no. I got a chance to work the... I got a chance to work Rain of Fire into the episode. Always a good thing. Yeah. Um, talked about Tartuffe. See, when you say, every time you say Tartuffe, I think Martuffe. No, 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 no. Different, different cat altogether. Different, different R2? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But that was it. That was our episode. Yes. Next week, we'll be talking about Season 2, Episode 9, Secrets. Shh. I'll tell you more, but it's a secret. That was lame. Yes. Yours was better. If you want to get more bad jokes... You can also check out our other podcast, Delta Flyer, where we do a weekly discussion on Star Trek Voyager. You can find both of our podcasts on Twitter at Stargate Weekly or Delta Flyer Pod. You can find us that you can find them both on your podcast player of choice as well. And uh, give us a review on iTunes. We love getting reviews. Yes, and definitely tweet at Thad at Tyrannicus because he really likes interacting with people. It's a lot of fun. And tweet at Stuart at Gamicus and he might interact with you. No. Well, that's our show. separate chemicals. Combine an exhalation, nitrile napalm. There's nothing magical about it. They're made of flesh and blood. You take out their heart, you bring down the beast.